Hey, there are all kinds of things that boost or damage our self-esteem, right? Things like compliments, criticisms, billboards, your mirror, Facebook, and stuff that just seems to pop up in life that we have no control over. How to keep your kids, grandkids, and yourself from capsizing on the sea of self-esteem. That's this hour on The Matt Townsend Show. This is Sam McCall for Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Former Congresswoman Gabrielle Giffords made an emotional plea to lawmakers today, urging them to take bold action on gun control. She is still recovering from an assassination attempt and says at a time when far too many children are dying, her story is too important not, not to share. At least three people were shot today at an Arizona business complex, and police are still searching for the suspect. One of the three victims is in critical condition at a local hospital. Authorities say the attacker seems to have had intended targets. Violent weather patterns spawned tornadoes across the south early this morning and as far north as Pittsburgh. 13,000 people in Memphis have lost power, and at least two people have died due to the unseasonable weather. In world news, Israeli warplanes launched airstrikes against Syrian targets today, heightening fears that the Syrian civil war could engulf the region. Israeli authorities were planning to destroy a shipment of dangerous weapons meant for Hezbollah militants in Lebanon. The Egyptian curfew imposed by President Mohamed Morsi is being scaled back in a new effort to defuse increasingly violent demonstrations in the country. Morsi was forced to cut short a visit to Europe to deal with the crisis. South Korea has successfully launched a rocket into space for the purpose of gathering climate data. The launch comes just weeks after an internationally condemned rocket launch by North Korea. U.S. financial markets were able to shrug off bad news today thanks to growth in consumer spending and business investments. A surprise shrink in the fourth quarter GDP has caused fairly minimal damage. Also, there was a bit, of awkward, a bit of an awkward moment between singer Alicia Keys and BlackBerry today after the company named her as their new global creative director. Keys sent several tweets from a competing Apple iPhone. That's the news to now on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. I'm Sam McCall. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. I'm your host, Matt Townsend, Dr. Matt Townsend, your relationship coach, your guide on the side. That's what we do on this program. We try to give you a leg up, some tools to uh, help you through this crazy thing we call life. And boy, have we got a good topic today. I got to get Howard Cosell down. What is it with Howard Cosell this week? I think it's just, I think I'm just channeling. Howie. You know, you say that a lot, so it's almost like every day it's just a really, really good show. I'm going to, I promise, I'm going to focus on Howard's voice and master it uh, by next week. It's sad, though. I've, the only impression of Howard Cosell that I can remember, because I, beyond yours, is that 80s romantic comedy, Better Off Dead, where they're in a car race and the... (laughs) The kids uh, didn't speak English, and the only English they learned was Howard Cosell. <laughs> so they're they're doing his voice, doing hey, Howard Cosell all the way. <coughs> Sorry. Hey, we're talking today about self-esteem, 
And um, it's many iterations. You know, the many versions we have, some have high, some have low self-esteem. I just did a, uh, a speech for a high school a couple days ago uh, about the importance of self-esteem. And in fact, if you want to look at it, you can go to my Facebook page, Matt Townsend on Facebook. And um, just look up Matt Townsend, and you can actually watch the speech. It was only 15 minutes. But uh, so we decided we're going to get in-depth into this uh, self-esteem thing. And as as I knew, I knew Skyboy knew that we were going to be talking about self-esteem. And so he rushed out and got a haircut. Is that why I got a haircut? I don't know. It's your <laughs> hair. Is that why you got your haircut? Um, no, I just needed a haircut. That's yeah. why I got a haircut. Do you feel better about yourself now that your hair is cut? I think I feel the exact same I felt <laughs> yesterday. Do you? I do. you look completely different. Do I? Mm-hmm. Does it look better or worse? Sure. Sure. I, I think this actually does have to do with self-esteem. At some point, didn't you look in a mirror yes. and, and look at your hair and realize, I, I need a trim? Oh, yeah. He did. I, yeah. I, yeah, I guess. I imagine yeah. you did. Yeah. And How'd that work? I would imagine isn't one of the huge boosters or detractors of self-esteem mirrors. Mirrors. Absolutely. Therefore... Flawless logic here. <laughs> I don't know about that. Your haircut is all about self-esteem. Well, there we go. Well, and I know, because you've told me, and um, your roommates have talked about it, that <laughs> you spend a lot of time in front of the mirror. Yeah, a lot of time, as you can tell. My a hair lot. is always done. Well, I, they, they you say know, Matt, that, I honestly can't remember the last time I used a comb or gel. or and It was probably well, when I was I'm like not sure that that's well. what you're doing in front of the mirror. They told me you were flexing. Oh. <laughs> They say you don't even need to work on your hair, but you need to work on your pecs. How do they look? They, they look great. <laughs> they really do. But I think that's great. So we're going to need your input on this one, Skyboy, because okay. nobody I know has more self-esteem than you. Well, I, I don't know if that's a compliment or not. It's great. It's, it's great. a very good yeah. thing. Self-esteem is critical. It's gobbles of self-esteem. You do. And you have to have self-esteem to wear a cape. <laughs> yeah. like you do. And, by the way, we also know you're good at this because you came in bragging about a certain basketball team. Yeah. Well, well, Rob was, was trying to trying to. Well, the, the Utah Jazz are doing so well that he <laughs> just can't restrain himself yeah. from shouting, Go Jazz! Go Jazz! It's not true. I'm just, I'm just really happy because, as of late, the Spurs have been on a, an eight-game winning streak, I think it is, and they have the best record in the league. Does this impact your self-esteem? I think it does, because <laughs> you know because what? I can I can I can brag now to you because of you all that I well, got. Last, finally, when last do they month. play the Jazz again? And we'll just straighten that up. I'm not again. sure, but because you remember you went into a major depression. I was for yeah, about I, I hit rock two, bottom three there. weeks after that. Yeah, I think. In fact, you were actually disappeared. He left the show. Mm-hmm. I had to be put into a hospital. For, <laughs> Is that where you went? Yeah, that's where I went. Just oh, to, I thought you just went back with your family for Christmas. That's my cover. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, it makes sense then. Yeah. Um, Okay, anyway, don't let just one team create your self-esteem. <laughs> okay, I'll try. Because on any day, Tim Duncan could blow an Achilles. He's actually been out of the past like four games. He's Has been hurt. Been. Yeah, and well, Co- Coach Popovich yeah. was sick, so they've been winning a lot of their last games well, without Tim Duncan. Well, maybe that or... says something. Yeah, Coach mm-hmm. Popovich's back now, so okay, we'll, we'll see. see how it goes. We usually don't talk sports, but... Uh, we do it for Skyboy. I like how you guys are just throwing out all these names, and I'm like, yeah, cool. You like names. Yeah, <laughs> cool-sounding name, Popovich. 
Popovich. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a great show today. We are going to get into some seriously uh, interesting stuff about self-esteem. We've got a great guest, Lita Green, who's, um, I, I guess, what we just call her an expert in building self-esteem. And um, she's going to help us understand that, you know, a lot of times the pains in life can create a lot of the uh, the joy and how to use some of our trials, our struggles to find the peace. We're also going to uh, teach you about Facebook. You know, Facebook could either be a positive thing or a negative thing for you out there in Facebook land. Now, um, personally, for me, it's a good thing. That's why I want you to look us up on Facebook. And then if you have any questions for Lita, our guest today, you can always just go to the Facebook page, enter in your question, and we will read those questions on the air. Or we have a brand new number. We need a number song. Who wants to be in charge of finding us a really good numbers song Too bad to we don't introduce have an intern. our number? Our intern left. So Is he can't... gone now? Our yeah. intern uh, found a job. That's Darn How it. dare him. Yeah. I hate it when the he? economy shifts <laughs> <laughs> and we lose our free labor. Uh, he's got a great job uh, on another show, the morning show here on BYU Radio. So if you oh, want so he's still here. more of Tybo, Just... the great exercise workout, Tybo, you can get it now on the morning show. Um, but... Anyway, somebody put together – I need. we need a song that we can play that puts our number out there. But our number is 1-855-CHAT-BYU. 1-855-CHAT-BYU. And what we're going to do, if you have questions about self-esteem and positive thinking, if you've been in a funk and you don't quite know how to uh, get out of the funk and you've got a specific situation, we'd love to ask, have your questions. We'll ask them right on the air with Lita Green, our guest, coming up in a few uh, – probably in about – 20 minutes or so. But before we do that, we like to do this fun segment called The Human Headlines. Real news that affects real people. This is the Matt Townsend Show, Human Headlines. Okay, kids, who's got the first headline of the day? Now, in these, by the way, I've got to set it up. We like to talk about the good, the bad, the ugly of the human life, the race, the good stuff, the bad. Sometimes there's some ugly... And uh, we're going to go through it and just show you the human factor. Who's got the first one? Well, we can take some self-esteem and being associated with something. Yes. For instance, uh, Skyler. Yeah, you know. And Batman and Robin. Whatever team that is, the Astros, Spurs, Rockets, whatever it is. He can feel proud of that. And and likewise, being a resident of a state, you take some ownership into the faults and flaws, but also the good and that a state has to offer. Like California has a lot of earthquake faults. Yeah. That too. Is that what you're talking about? No. But oh, the other faults. <laughs> Traffic. Keep going, Ron. Traffic. Don't let us interrupt you. <laughs> and actually a governor would either boost or detract from your self-esteem of being associated with the state you live in. Rob, how have we taught you to say the word governor? <laughs> We've taught you a way to say it. I'm working on... Uh, Trying to get the just American Western accent down. Govna. One thing at a time. Govna. Then we'll add other ones later. Okay. <laughs> Illinois Govna. So Illinois. Yes. Has had it? its most recent governor, Rod Blagojevich, the guy with the cool hair, yeah. go to prison. Hmm. How would that make you feel as a resident of Illinois? I'd be sad. I'd kind of lose faith. I'd be like, oh. We elected a guy who did something bad enough to go to prison. Well, plus, Bummer. you lose that good hair. Oh. <laughs> it's now in the pokey. You have to have a governor with uh, more reasonable hair, right? 
Okay, so already your self-esteem is slightly damaged, and you have friends and relatives say, where are you living now? Living Illinois. In, uh, Cham- oh. Champaign, Illinois? Oh. Well, how's your yeah. governor? <laughs> but before Rod Blagojevich, there was a guy named George Ryan, who was governor from 1999 to 2003. Huh. And in 2007, he had been convicted what? on racketeering charges. <laughs> Holy cow. And served a six-and-a-half-year sentence. Illinois is two for two. Two in a row. Wow. But if you go back in history— It's just bad luck. And this is uh, (laughs) thanks to Huffington Post for pointing this out today. Of the last seven governors of the great state of Illinois, so basically of the governors since 1960, four of them have gone to prison. (laughs) Dan Walker, he was governor from 73 to 77. He faced charges in 1987 for— Bank fraud and other charges relating to his business activities after Ugh. leaving office. And Governor Otto Kerner from 61 to 68, he was convicted of bribery related to his tenure while he was governor. Wow. What is the deal? Four is out of seven. Illinois? Is it a prerequisite? <laughs> like, do you have to, as part of the oath, do you have to say you will do something illegal? Oh, goodness. It's sad. What about the damage control of the poor people from the tourism board who run commercials in other states? <laughs> Come you know, I, visit I saw, Illinois. I saw a billboard the other day that said San Diego is calling and yeah. we've had so much snow. I go, yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. What do you put for Illinois? <laughs> Rod Bogoyevich is calling. Oh, that is so sad. <laughs> Our prisoners have the highest education and uh, what's it called? Credentials. Uh, credentials than any other State in the nation. Former governor. It's sad. I feel bad for Illinois. On top of that, the violence that's going on there, the number of shootings and murders yeah. there. I mean, you got to be proud of something. And maybe uh, that's something we can talk to Lita about later is what do you do? How do you turn that into something positive? Well, you know, they have a really cool name that has so many I's and L's. Yeah. It has to count for something, right? And is the S silent or isn't it? Exactly. It's Let's also right you. next to Iowa. So that's kind of cool. And Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what's so cool about Iowa? I'm from Iowa. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, and so what's so cool from about Iowa? <laughs> <laughs> ha, ha, I'm kidding you. Ha. Okay, I got one for you. So here in Utah, it's snowing a lot. Have you guys noticed that? Yes. yes. Like a lot. I mean, a it's lot. snowing a lot. Yeah, walking here is a pain. Uh, I didn't shovel my walks, which was a big mistake. So they just turned in pretty much to an ice skating rink. And then um, all of a sudden, it, it kind of started warming up. So I then shoveled them because you could. And then that night, it snowed again. And mm-hmm. we didn't shovel them again. So I now have another problem there. However, what if I told you it wasn't the snow piling up, but I told you it was foam? Foam? Yes. In Utah? Well, no. <laughs> in Queensland, Australia, apparently there is a problem with the coastal towns where the foam, the sea foam, which, by the way, I don't know if you know this, Skyboy's favorite color. Oh. Ski, sea foam. I painted a car sea foam once. <laughs> did you? How'd that go? Not well. Did, you, did it sell? It didn't sell, did it? No. Yeah. No. Sea foam's probably better, like, used as a pillow. In your couch in the living room you never use. Seafoam. I got you, Skyboy. So apparently uh, tropical cyclone Oswald pummeled the coast last week, churning up the ocean, which in turn spewed forth the fluffy foam. The strange brew spread across the coastline and into the town and made some major 10-foot-high, thick 
areas of foamage. I made that word up. You know, I think that you've heard of like snow days, yeah. you know, bad air days. That's what we had in California. <laughs> um, but foam days, that's yeah. quite something new. Yeah. It's like, oh, the foam. Sorry, I was foamed in. <laughs> I was totally foamed in and couldn't get out. Yeah, we don't believe you, Timmy, except he's like stuck with foam. No. Uh, it's a big deal. So how do you get rid of foam? Um, salt, I don't think so would work. The foam's actually, is it blowing into the town? It's blowing into the town. It's come up on the coast. It's taken over the beaches, and 55 children are missing. Wow. Just kidding. I added that. <laughs> but, I was about to say, that's uh, a lot of children. All the kids. Here's a rule. When the foam starts coming on, on land, don't run toward the foam. See, it's attractive, and you want to run to the foam, but that's how people die. It's almost like a horror movie, like it is. foam. Foam. It's like the yeah. little light on the fish in Finding Nemo. Oh, yeah. 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 It's like the, it's the anglerfish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This Actually, is angler foam. Now, if it's blocking roads, I'm just thinking it reminds me of towns that don't normally get snow, and they can't handle it in the snow. The roads get ice-packed, and they can't, you know. It's probably like fog, really. Because apparently you're supposed to cancel your travels now because it, it's dangerous. Well, in cities where you do have snow regularly, you Not have an army of plows that goes out. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking if this happens regularly, these good folks in Queensland. I think it's just when there's major tropical storms. Big fans on oh, yeah. trucks. Foam fans. <gasps> foam fans and drive them around town. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Clear the roads. I just thought of something so fun. So, you know, like those. Fun phone fans. <laughs> yeah. Fans. So, I mean, first of all, imagine as a kid, you you open the door and you're like, foam. You get in your swimsuit, you go out and you just have a blast yeah. because like. You don't. Yeah. You just yeah, get like it's, it's just foam. And then. But what if you had, you know, one of those um, those boats that they have in the. By use, you know, where the it's a yeah, fan, like a fan on the back, boat. it's not mm-hmm. a motor. You could just like oh, go on boy. top of it. You could do so you could do a lot many with fun that. things with that. This guy's awesome. getting some ideas, you can tell. <laughs> that would be a lot of fun. Do That's they really have cool. foam issues in Iowa? No. No foam? No foam. Hmm. There's no sea really? by Iowa. Do you have a lake? Do you have a we lake? Have, we have lakes. Do you have a green, like like a dirty lake? That There's dirty lakes. There's clean lakes. Hmm. Snow ocean. <clears throat> That's your Iowa update on the Matt Townsend <laughs> Show. Thank you for the Iowa update. We try to keep you updated on all the great things happening in Iowa on this nationwide show. Uh, anybody else got any news as we wrap this bad boy up? I do. Great as somebody in Iowa is listening right now going, yep, that's about right. <laughs> that's it. No foam. I haven't seen foam for years. My, my sister's had a school day today, or a snow day. So really? really? School, yeah. So that's cool. That that's is cool. Exciting. See? Yep. See, That's in good. Iowa, they have a snow day, and in Australia, they have a foam day. Foam day. Just making all the connections. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, my news story is that there is a recent study that showed that bullying boosts children's social status. You mean if you are the bully? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's messed up. I know. But to me, I'm just kind of like, well, yeah. Like, but it so explains it's like every a lot person that's in this like- studio. That's <laughs> why you have your own show, because you bully everyone else. Shut it! <laughs> Don't make me come over there. (laughs) You're bad. Don't listen to him. But I just thought it was funny because the first thing I thought of was like, well, no, duh. Like, it's, you know, that's what happens, you know, when you're in high school. But it doesn't boost the real self-esteem. It just boosts Boosts their popularity. popularity. Mm -hmm. But then um, it's just showing of how uh, apparently it also affects the kids that, like, the bullies, because they see this as a way to, oh, this is how I gain status. Yeah. This is how I should do it. And it affects them 
you know, really negatively later on in life. Well, yeah, because eventually they're not going to be the big kid on the block. Mm-hmm. Eventually they're just going to wear a cape and some tights and run the board of a radio show. <laughs> but have awesome hair. And have seriously awesome hair. <laughs> and a really good hair. team in the Spurs. Yes. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk. I want to talk to Lita about that because that seems a little messed up. Mm-hmm. We don't, you know, but life's, life's fair. It'll come back to get the bully. It always does. It always gets the bully. In fact, I think that was a movie. Go and get the bully. Or listen to the Matt Townsend Show. We'd love to have your questions about self-esteem. 1-855-CHAT-BYU. Give us a call. We'll put your call on the air. What are your issues about self-esteem? When you think about it, what's the good, the bad, the ugly? And really quickly, does Facebook help or hurt your self-esteem? We want answers to that. Give us a call. 1-855-CHAT-BYU. You're listening to The Matt Townsend Show right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Calling all rocket enthusiasts. Your hobby just might launch new business opportunities. Literally. This is Innovation Now, bringing you stories behind the ideas that shape our future. The NASA Centennial Challenge Program is driving advances in space technologies that may prove valuable to future NASA missions. The Nano Satellite Launch Challenge will generate pioneering launch technologies for many satellites that are about the size of a man's fist and weigh about three pounds. These small satellites can be easily built by schools, companies, and government agencies to perform research from orbit. Launching them into orbit, however, is not an easy task. Participants in this challenge will have to successfully launch a tiny nanosatellite into orbit twice in one week. With a $2 million prize for winning the competition, individuals, groups, and companies are sure to develop breakthrough launch technologies. With a new low-cost delivery system for nanosatellites, American businesses will be poised to potentially launch an entirely new commercial market. The Nano Satellite Launch Challenge may very well lead to revolutionary developments in propulsion that have even broader applications for future space exploration. To learn more about how you can launch your dreams, visit nasa.gov forward slash challenges. Innovation Now is produced by the National Institute of Aerospace through collaboration with NASA. Visit us online at innovationnow.us. Thinking Aloud invites thoughtful thinkers and creators to share their insights into the ideas and art of the world around us. Whether it's music, medicine, sport, science, or literature, Brigham Young University scholars can share eye-opening ideas and stimulating conversation on all. Join our host, Marcus Smith, for discussion and exclusive interviews weekdays at 1.30 and 8.30 Eastern on Sirius XM 143, BYU Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. Today, we are taking on self-esteem. How do you grow it? Uh, Where do you go to grow it? It seems like in our world today, there's so many places where we're trying to pick up a little self-esteem. And then there's others where we might be losing it. One uh, that we hear a lot about that people complain about is Facebook. And does Facebook negatively impact your self-esteem? Joining me on the show right now is our executive producer, Rob the Stud Muffin Sanders. Deflated uh, self-esteem because I went on Facebook. (laughs) Rob 
deflated. Everything all my peers have been doing over the last peers and friends over the past 36 hours. Are they bringing you down? And I'm a bit, look at this stack of paper here. <laughs> I am oh, blown away wow. how many things bring me down. Well, maybe maybe you ought not be on social media networks. But it's so addictive. Because when I got to the show today, you were under your desk. I know. Crying. So sad. It was way sad. Like, give me something that brings you down. <laughs> well, I give you a huge one here. So this is not a peer. This is actually a professor I had. He's doing some research on, I guess, Walter Cronkite. And he has a photo here of Walter Cronkite's actual notebook from 1968 when he took a trip to Vietnam. It was the, the actual page here of where Walter Cronkite finally characterizes the war as a stalemate. Hmm. And you see that and you go... That is so cool. I'll never be able to do that. I'll never touch something okay, like that. Okay, Rob, we're going to do a little intervention here. Yeah. Because perhaps uh, it's just how you're framing it. Okay. Be- there's research that came out of Cornell, a study about Facebook, talks about the fact that um, when people go look at their Facebook page, you've, so people that spent three minutes looking at their Facebook page, their Facebook page, by the way. My personal one? Your personal one. They actually had a boost in self-esteem compared to those that looked at a mirror. Yeah, but I look in the mirror and I just go, uh-oh. Ooh, look at balding. that. Balding. See, now maybe. But I guess the problem. It always comes back to the hair. It's always the hair. It's always it the does. hair. It does. But here's the neat thing about Facebook, and maybe this is what you could do, is uh, the neat thing about Facebook is if they also found if you actually change your status regularly, you are the one in charge of your own messaging. So maybe what you should do is put a status on there that's kind of like, hey, who needs hair when you have a perfect head? <laughs> and then you'll feel better about yourself. Or put a picture of yourself where you've done your hair, you've drawn hair in. Oh, that's fantastic. (laughs) I mean, that that looks good. Or put like the Walter Cronkite thing on and just show everybody what a cool idea. Wouldn't that be amazing to be in the mind of Walter Cronkite? And then so now all of a sudden you're stirring the pot instead of just being depressed because your friends have hair and post stuff about Walter Cronkite. cool things about their family and parachute day at the elementary school. That was so fun. I had a friend who's a teacher. They're doing parachute day where you get the parachute out. I love that. Bounce the ball on Mm -hmm. it. I miss that. I always wanted to be the kid in the parachute. Wouldn't that be great to that jump would, in? Oh, yeah. So those that don't know, but this is where you get like 30 kids around a big parachute, and you put balls in the middle, and then you you lift and lower the parachute. But I wanted to be in, I wanted to be a ball. Be one in balls. Wouldn't that have yeah. been great? That would have been much more fun, I feel like. Yeah, I wouldn't have trusted my friends, though. There was like always a hole in the middle of our parachute, yeah. though, so mm-hmm. I'm afraid I would have. Well, that's the whole game is that you're trying to keep the ball from going from in the going middle. From going in the hole. And that's also why they don't put people <clears> on it, because I don't think the... Yeah. Parachute can handle that. I don't think the elementary school's insurance Did can you get, handle Would you guys, that. like, make it really big, though, then everyone had to go underneath it yeah. and sit on the uh-huh. edge, and yeah. so we were all inside? Yeah, yeah. I, We did it till we were 18. I still do it. Do you? Yeah. It's there's still, a, there's a, a class high school here. activity. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really great high school activity. <laughs> Kids can't get enough of the parachute <laughs> game. Oh, that's sad. So let me give you another crazy one. Um, how many friends do you guys have on Facebook? 170, I think. Skyboy? I have no idea. Come on. I, I really don't. don't. Be look it up. You <laughs> got a computer there. I'll look it up real quick. Okay. I don't want to brag. I have almost 10,500. That sounds almost narcissistic. It was totally narcissistic. I just had to drop it like that. But here's what they say. Apparently, 354 Facebook friends is the optimal number. 
Oh, really? You don't want more because apparently that uh, actually decreases your self-esteem, your sense of value of yourself. How have you been feeling lately? I feel incredible. But mine's different because uh, these are like these. The, those aren't those aren't my personal friends. Oh, yeah. I have I have eight hundred and ninety two. So oh, you're really? almost double the limit. Yeah, but Whoa. I have nine hundred and three. Whoa! So I don't know how that works. Okay, but I have lived a lot of different places. Well, but that and you know what? A lot of those are from the penitentiary where you went <laughs> after stealing things. As how a many child. of those are thirty five or older men? <laughs> How many of those are we'll pharmacists? Never um, that okay, so pharmacists. <laughs> uh, so here's the question. But they basically say so. You guys need to trim those down. You're supposed to get it to 354. I'll just start and deleting people. I think I should delete <clears throat> Skylar if he was my friend because he's damaging my self-esteem. No, for right sure. Now. We've all deleted him. What are you still doing with Skylar? I haven't friended any I don't of you think, guys. Yeah, I don't think I'm friends with anyone here. Why? I liked your page. Thank you. And that's it. And but I, I'm going like to dislike you. it tonight. Well, you're you know, being mean. I'm not being mean. I'm just trying to educate you. 354 <laughs> friends. Is what about all you're people beneath that then, who say only have 170? Do they you lack act, self-esteem. No, you. But but you know you you like it every you time. You just play get hard to one. get. You're you're hard to you're hard to become Facebook. Friends I'm just with. too picky on who too I picky, allow to yeah. be my friend. Is that what you are? do? You, are you really picky for real? Or do you just I, well? The thing is, you I share never, personal content. And you think, well, how many people do I really need to share personal content with? Everyone. You know? I never delete friends, though. That's my thing. I, Do you know why, well, by the way? Having too many, here's the problem. All of a sudden, you start having all of these, uh, what are they called? Like the news boards, the message boards. You have all these people constantly bombarding you. Half these people are posers. You don't even know. They just want friends. So if we just get rid of all the posers, then all of a sudden, you're just left with the good <laughs> friends that you know, and you get, you get a nominal or a, a, a smaller number of messages that might make you jealous, like Rob was talking about. Mm-hmm. Or you can pretend like you're popular, whatever. <laughs> Doesn't matter to me. Okay, we got to take a break. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. We're talking um, self-esteem. I want to hear, what are some keys? What are the real keys? And how do you notice that life and what life throws at you impacts your self-esteem have you been hit by something really hard and has your self-esteem taken a hit we're talking with an expert lita green after the break give us a call 1-855-CHAT-BYU 1-855-CHAT-BYU you listen to the matt townsend show on sirius xm 143 byu radio Make sure you follow BYU Radio on Twitter for live updates on sports, radio programs, and more. Then tweet us what your thoughts are as you listen to our programs. And don't forget to include us in your live tweeting of any BYU sporting events. Follow us at BYU Radio on Twitter. This is Sam McCall for Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. An emotional plea on gun control was made to Congress today by former Arizona Representative Gabrielle Giffords, who was a victim of a 2011 mass shooting and urged lawmakers to be bold and remember that Americans are counting on them. 
While Congress mulls gun control, police have now confirmed that five people were injured by a shooter in an Arizona business complex earlier today. So far, the suspect has not been captured. Violent weather patterns spawned tornadoes across the south early this morning and as far north as Pittsburgh. 13,000 people in Memphis have lost power and at least two people have died due to the unseasonable weather. In world news, Syria's already tragic civil war could quickly become more complex after Israeli warplanes bombed a research facility today. The attack was supposedly intended to take out a truck convoy carrying dangerous, dangerous weapons to Islamist militants in Lebanon. With violent protests continuing to rage in Egypt, President Mohamed Morsi has cut short a visit to Europe as well as curfew measures meant to help reduce the violence, following yesterday's warnings from military leaders that the violence could lead to grave consequences. South Korea has successfully launched a rocket into space for the purpose of gathering climate data. The launch comes just weeks after an internationally condemned rocket launch by North Korea. A surprise shrink in the fourth quarter GDP caused fairly minimal market damage today, thanks to continued growth in both consumer spending and business and, and business investment sectors. Also, there was a bit of an awkward moment between singer Alicia Keys and BlackBerry today. After the company named her as their new global creative director, Keys sent several tweets from a competing Apple iPhone. That's the news to now on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. I'm Sam McCall. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. I'm your host, Dr. Matt Townsend, joined right this moment by Lita Green, who uh, we're going to get into. Lita's had quite a life and uh, has, I think, learned a lot of cool stuff that we need your help. Um, Lita, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. Now, you're a speaker extraordinaire. You're writing a book. You're, yep. you're just trying to capture all this excitement of your life, right? Yes, all the adventures. <laughs> all the adventures and hopefully some keys to self-esteem. That's what we're talking about. If you have a question about self-esteem, specifically like if you had a life issue uh, and maybe you're trapped underneath it and you can't get, maybe it's like sea foam. I don't know if you heard that, Lee. <laughs> I did. And you're trapped in the sea foam of life. Give us a call, 1-855-CHAT-BYU, 1-855-CHAT-BYU, and Lita will answer your question live on the air. And um, the benefit is, if you have the question, I'm sure a lot of other people have the question. But as we get into it, Lita, self-esteem, okay, what's the big deal with it? Well, first of all, we decide how important we are compared to others by what our self-esteem is. Right. And I think that word's a little bit misleading because yeah. I think it puts responsibility on other people because yeah, we get so much input from others. You're you're very handsome, Matt. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Thank you. And um, again. See, Sky Boy. See? I've told you that. Um, and I and I like redheads. Is that okay? Yeah, for but me don't, to... he doesn't know oh. he's a redhead. Oh, great. Okay. We don't tell him. Okay, Who, perfect. Who are we talking about? We're talking about Larry on the <laughs> oh, background. Okay, Larry. <laughs> Yes, we've got to make sure we get our yeah. comments correct here. He thinks he's a brunette. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I like brunettes. I'm a brunette as well. <laughs> so um, we get this idea of how important we are based on outside validation from others. Right. And when we're young, our self-esteem or how we see ourselves is molded by our environment. I say it comes from three different sources. It comes from our culture. Yeah. If I am born in a country where women are not valued, I'm not going to see myself as valuable as a woman right right there. There's my culture. If I come from a family culture that says if you're over a certain height, 
that's not attractive as a woman or a um, weight or a certain weight. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, p- children sometimes that are adopted, you know, different body types. Children, if they are raised by us, if they are genetically related or not, will pick up our ideas about self-esteem, Isn't, beauty, yeah. money. The list goes so on. It's it's very much in, like enculturated. We hand it down. Right. So we've got our self. This ha- is self-esteem, right? This isn't self-worth. Well, that's where we get a little okay. bit of confusion yeah. because I because self-esteem is something they're doing these surveys on that yeah. you were citing yeah, earlier. Right. How good do you feel about yourself? Facebook. But it's outside uh-huh. validation, really. Right. But when you come down to your own self-esteem or your self-worth, what you have control over as an adult, we've talked about family, we've talked about culture, and the other thing is you. Yeah. And your self-esteem after a certain age is your responsibility. No one else can Ugh. validate you enough but didn't to feel our, good about yourself. Didn't our mother mess us up? <laughs> well, my mother may be listening, so... <laughs> your mother did not then. And Skyboy's mom didn't. Mine didn't. But all the other messed up people. Well, actually, my grandma used to tell me that I was ugly and that no one would ever marry me. And <sighs> I am 5'9", and I am not perfectly... Little, little, and Whoa. my father's six foot three and three hundred and thirty pounds. Yeah, and, but grandma was old. Well, grandma actually was quite a beauty, uh-huh. and she. This is her own talk reflecting yeah. that it came out on me uh-huh. in an unintentioned and not kind way. She felt that her value was how she looked, and I did not look in the package that she thought a woman should in order mm-hmm. to attract a mate. So she was just helping prepare me for the eventual yeah. reality that it's going to be hard because you're ugly. Yeah, I mean, oh, that's so, so, but so the reality is that's why we can't let it come from the outside in, huh? Exactly. That's why you said I'm not taking that. And then when I was in the third grade, I had a bicycle accident. I flew 30 feet and landed on my face, and it uh, kind of messed some things up. Yeah. And I went from nine to 20 without a front tooth. So my three front teeth were all messed up. And so all of a sudden, I'm not having people come up to me and saying, oh, you're so cute. And then I had the internal messages that I was repeating. And that's one of the key points that I talk about is vanity prayers, that we have to retrain how we think about ourselves. We cannot control what pops in our head. Right. All kinds of random thoughts pop in our head. But studies have shown that about 74% of our thoughts that we naturally have are negative. So we need to take responsibility of retraining how long those thoughts stay in our head. And you got to get rid of it. So you were saying three things, culture, culture, family, and our own internal stinky talk. Yeah, that and the stinky talk is 74% of that stinky talk is negative. I think mine's a little bit lower. Yeah, don't you think some And I think yours is too, Matt. Yeah, I tend to be (laughs) fairly optimistic. I don't. Yeah, except when you're down. So when you're down, your my stinky talk goes up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. When we're tired, we're not getting enough sleep, mm-hmm. not getting enough nutrients. Our bodies have hormones that dip. Yeah. If I haven't had a euro, <laughs> my stinky talk goes way up. <laughs> it's bad. You wouldn't think like the Greek yummy meal of a euro right. or a hero or a gyro. <laughs> Would make such a big deal, but it does. Well, chocolate. I'm a woman. See? Yeah. Does when I meet a help? woman who doesn't like chocolate, I'm kind of like, really? Is that how you medicate? Good. More for me. It's true, though. <laughs> so, right. I love that, though. But it, it really is. The self-talk is kind of the culture you, you can't do much about when you're a kid. You just kind of have to fight through that. And I guess you fight through it by changing your self-talk later. Well, I think as a child, our parents can, and ideally as a parent, that we shelter our children from this. Yeah. Um, I, I encourage my daughter in a certain 
I reward her and encourage her towards certain behaviors and avoiding certain behaviors that are going to be damaging for her self-esteem. When she says, Mommy, am I pretty? I say, of course you're pretty. And you're almost nice. And you're beautiful inside. And you're appreciative of things that I give you. And I start listing very specifics so that she's realizing her Uh self-esteem is not just based on how cute she is. Yeah. It's interesting. But we're still listing a bunch of things, aren't we? Yeah. Like you're, you know, you're tall, you're pretty, you're, I mean, whatever. But it's, I mean, even that, I guess, is still part of our culture versus your character traits and your exactly and that is what self-esteem or self-worth as an adult is all about is your character you're talking about the bullies Mm -hmm. earlier the reason it hurts their self-esteem is because they know they did stinky yeah they know we know internally what is right and what is wrong and Mm -hmm. we don't have to be taught that per se we know that i i think you're right on yeah and And so when we violate that we're in conflict with our own self and we're spending up all this energy instead of improving and growing, fighting with ourselves that we're it's, not. Good it's enough. like it's like it's beneath your dignity, and our culture may not, you know, we. But when you put someone down like that, your Emerson called it the divine spark. I bring that up all the time because it's my favorite lesson on earth. I think <laughs> we all have this divine spark inside of us, just this nugget of just godly goodness, and um, you know, it's God, I believe, and but. This divine spark idea, when I this all of a sudden make fun of you, put you down, demean you because you didn't have your teeth, mm-hmm. uh, it's beneath my dignity. So I'm eventually going to start to see – I'm going to eventually have to pay for writing such a bad check. <laughs> right, right, right. I call it the principle of hotness or mm. the hotness challenge. There's two kinds of hotness. Well, there's the kind that- Skyboy. <laughs> I'm going to actually go with a different example, okay. if that's okay. Okay, no, I Because it ruins my whole analogy, okay, not yeah. that you're no, not... No, he's totally... Right. He's, he's so um, he's like, what? My self-esteem is hurt. Yeah. The lady yeah. was mean to he me. He takes a beating pretty much every show. <laughs> I, I noticed that. I was a little afraid, yeah. but um, no, I'm okay. He's not half as bad as you think. <laughs> I'm just going to go cry now. <laughs> we love you, Skyboy. We will, we will comfort you off air. So, okay. The hotness factor. So the hotness factor, there's two kinds of hotness. The kind of hotness that burns and destroys everything in its path that is like the bully analogy that we're talking about, character issues. Um, If a woman feels that her beauty or her value is defined on how many people she snuggles up with, that's going to eventually bankrupt her emotionally. Oh, yeah, like burn her out. Right. But the hotness factor that I challenge all of us to embrace is the kind of hotness that does light the spark in others. Oh, I love that. That we can share it. And it brings warmth and substance to everyone who comes near that. What if your what if your goal was to light the spark of others to create esteem or not create it but prompt and mirror to positive, make it easier for mm-hmm. people to, to feel good to see themselves and yeah. find their truth. I'm I'm a first and foremost a mom, and I gave a lady a compliment one day, and I just love giving people compliments, sincere compliments. Yeah. And my and she said, "Oh, thanks, you made my day." And no, I'm not responsible for her self esteem, right. but it's so easy for me yeah. to say something verbally that's true, oh, yeah. that's kind. And if it's not kind, then, you know, the old adage, can't say something nice, that's don't right. say anything at all. I think that's fascinating. And my son said, Mom, you always do that. And I thought, how great yeah. is that? That yeah. he's seeing, that was a mommy moment for totally. me. Of, and he picked it out. Is yeah. How old is he? He's 10 now. Well, and look at that. His, his light gets your light. Exactly. So when you, I guess when we reflect someone's good light, 
that's probably more advantageous to help them see their own self-worth and self-esteem than when we try to correct them by pointing out their bad light. Well, the old the old saying of you catch more flies with honey. Yeah. And they say that children, for every negative they hear, they need to hear nine positives to overcome that. And oh, if wow. you think about our family cultures or our society, how many negatives we oh, hear yeah. in our own homes to be able to choose a language that helps the inner child feel good about them. Yeah. I refer to my husband, even when I'm irritated with him, with nice words. Like like his hotness. But I don't call him hotness. I call him lover and hubby and nice things like that. So, so, but just being kind and loving. And I call my son awesome and, yeah. um, you know, stud muffin. Yeah. And my son, my daughter's princess and sweetie. And Maybe we need names I, for the I show. Think, <laughs> I think we You do. can call me Hottie. You're That's Hottie. Totally fine. You definitely win yeah. that one. Uh, Skyboy, do you have a name you want to be called? I, I want to hear what you would call me. I want to hear what you got. Um, uh, that's kind of brave, don't yeah. you think? I'm going to go with you, Skyboy. I'm going to go um, Stud Muffin. I think it's very fitting. Usually it's one I give under 14, but I think that's okay in this well, case. Well, Skyboy, <laughs> fill her in. I turn 14 next month. So. Oh, congratulations. He's our youngest board sounds yeah, so BYU mature. <laughs> he's, uh, he's a savant. He's brilliant. <laughs> that's perfect. Uh, well, this I, I love this topic. We're going to take a break uh, with Lita because we've got more questions. I want to hear – you're not talking be positive from a vacuum. Like you've experienced – I mean you've only just barely – started telling us what you've been through. Ah, more mystery awaits. More mystery. We're going to come back with Lita Green. We're talking about positive thinking, self-aware or self-esteem, how they go together. Would love to have your calls 1855 chat BYU 1855 chat BYU. Give us a call. Ask your questions to Lita Green about how to grow self-esteem, how to start seeing the goodness in life and grow it from the inside out instead of trying to expect it from the outside in. You're listening to The Matt Townsend Show right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. When it's more than 260 degrees outside, just rolling down the car window won't cut it. But NASA has the coolest idea to fix that. This is Innovation Now, bringing you stories behind the ideas that shape our future. You've been stuck in a traffic jam in summer with weak air conditioning at some time in your life. But on the moon, it's a little more serious. In lunar daylight, you could be sitting in 260 degrees Fahrenheit. That's pretty tough for any air conditioner. A NASA-derived product for that kind of cooling challenge has become popular for improving car air conditioning on Earth. Called Quick Boost, the chemical additive for air conditioning systems makes the coolant you bought work much better while also sealing any small leaks. A few years ago, Freon was a common substance inside air conditioners. Freon was phased out for environmental reasons, but the safer R134A coolant wasn't considered as efficient. With Quick Boost added, the safer coolant called Arctic Freeze now cools 50% faster, about the same as the dangerous Freon it replaced. Aftermarket recharge kits containing this mix also cost less than a third of what a garage might charge you to renew your car's AC. That savings can buy a lot of ice cream. For Innovation Now, this is Buddy Rubino. Innovation Now is produced by the National Institute of Aerospace through collaboration with NASA and is distributed by WHRV. Visit us online at innovationnow.us. 
what do you want to know? Kim Power Stilson has a whole list of things she wants to learn about, and she wants to share it with you. On her show, Talkworthy, she invites you to join her as she interviews expert guests, learning new things along the way. It doesn't matter if the subject is a serious thought provoker or just plain fun. If it's Talkworthy, Kim will cover it. Talkworthy airs Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. Self-esteem. How's yours? Do you feel like you really are something special? Do you feel like you're, I don't know, the king of coolness? The Duke of... Doctors. Doctors. <laughs> I was like, oh, 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 on the spot. <laughs> are you the queen of... Hotness. Hotness. <laughs> That's right. We're visiting with Lita Green. Uh, Lita is an expert in self-esteem building and positivity and uh, helping us understand that self-esteem is usually something, I guess, that we we tend to assume comes from the outside in, but lasting esteem or worth comes from the inside out. Right. It's all about your character and what you choose to do with the time you have, the thoughts that you have. Because whatever you feed, there's an old Native American story that the chief comes to the people and he says... Which is stronger, love or hate? And the people debate back and forth. They say, chief, which one? He said, whichever one I feed. Hmm. Both elements exist in all of us, but we have to decide which ones we feed. But, of course, we can't be lying to ourselves because then... You know yourself. Right. You know if you're lying. So the exercise that I recommend is vanity prayers. Yeah, let's get into the vanity prayer. Because I was an image image consultant and makeup artist for like 17 years now. Really? I noticed that I would work with women and I'd... They would do their makeup and their clothes, and they looked amazing. And I'd say, you look great. And she'd be like, no, I don't. I'm ugly. And I'm I could look better. And, yeah. and I'm thinking, um, you're, you're gorgeous. What, what are my – I wanted to fix them, which is a female trait. We want to fix we owe, people. Well, and that's a male trait too, huh? <laughs> yes. all, it seems like we're all fixers, aren't we? We want to. And I think we want to fix things because we're not comfortable enough with turning the focus into ourselves. Yeah. And as we become more comfortable with ourselves, we are more free to let other people be them mm-hmm. and not have a disappointed expectation that they haven't met our expectation. Uh, yeah. I mean, really, it's, isn't that complicated? Yeah, it is. And if anyone's perfect at this, I mean, this is part of the human struggle. Right. But um, vanity prayers are as beautiful as it is to say, oh, I'm going to meditate for 15 minutes every day. That's not very realistic. I have small children. Yeah. They come in and they interrupt me. And so we get ended up getting ready because we have to have proper hygiene and we've got yeah. a, and there's a lot of hair talk that happened on the show earlier, oh, totally. right? So hair evidently is and important. And I'm glad we're addressing hygiene too. Yes. Yeah, so the, the <laughs> Sorry, Skyboy. I, I apologize. Oh, oh, you weren't talking no, about no, me. No, oh, okay, yeah. good, good. Anything we can do to help. <laughs> so that we need to do these things to be presentable. Yeah. But instead of walking up to the mirror which any affirmation or thing that we say to our eyeballs, to a mirror, right. is reaffirmed in our subconscious mind, which is not the difference between truth and a lie. So if we go to the mirror and we're like, I'm fat, I'm yeah. ugly, I'm wrinkled. Ugh, I can't even look at you. Where I walk up to the mirror and I say, I'm brave, I'm powerful, I'm amazing. And I see my schedule in the day and I see me being awesome. Oh, that's cool. And then at the end of the day, my vanity prayers, when I take all the makeup off and I'm getting in my comfortable yeah. pajamas, are I ask myself three questions. Have I honored myself? 
Have I honored those who depend upon me? And have I honored my God? Honor, honor, honor. Honor. Because honor does not mean everything worked perfectly. Right. Honor means did I do the best that I have with what I know and what was capable and right? Yeah. Things can go bad. And we think. Yeah. But you just have to be like everyone's trying to be perfect. But you're, you're just saying, let's be perfect with what we have, the way we know. I mean, let's be per- I mean, not perfect. You're saying, but let's honor. Let's live in an honorable yeah. way with what we know, right? Yeah. Now. Let's just be. Let's be kind to ourselves. Mm-hmm. We are so much kinder to our friends. We give yeah. them the benefit of the doubt, but we don't give us the benefit of the doubt. And eventually, when we're tired, when we're grumpy, we're in we're in a, a funk. Yeah. Our self thought will spill out on those we love oh, the totally. most, and that's the story of my grandmother. It's not that she was mean was that her self-talk spilled out on me in unintentional ways. Oh, wow. And my being able to give her the forgiveness and the recognition of where she was was something I needed to do because mm-hmm. we have to recognize where these sources come yeah. from. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the billboards are never going to be about making Lita Green feel good about her, right? <laughs> right. I've had babies. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. Gravity's taking effect. But all they, these all, kinds they of try things. to say, you can change all that. Yeah, you can just buy it in a bottle. <laughs> you can buy it, right? Yeah. So though I'm a makeup artist and the power of makeup is wonderful and amazing, it's not going to fix no. what's broken inside. Right. I like to say spend enough time on yourself in the morning, you know, putting the, the, the physical things together, but putting the mental and the emotional things together to forget about yourself the rest of the day. Oh, yeah. Because how you look is not why you're loved. No. But how many people do that? Stand in front of the mirror and just feel like such a mess. You got to replace the habit. Yeah. You got to make a conscious talk effort about the to do honor it. because you, you basically are saying, did I honor myself? Did I honor others, the people I love and care about? And do I, did I honor God in my behavior, my action, my life today? Right. What does honor mean then? So honor is be living up to your potential. So again, potential is a. If I'm sick, I'm not going to be able to perform as well. But right. did I do the best that I could? Yeah. And if I start my day seeing me doing it well, seeing me being kind, seeing Mm -hmm. me being loving, seeing me being amazing at what it is that I'm on this life to do, right? Your mission, your purpose. Right. And all of the purpose leads into if you're not doing what you believe in, you're not honoring it. Right. So. Yes, yeah, people, can't. we don't ever go there, do we? We don't go that deep. Like, am I doing what I believe in? No, because if, if I had my way, I'd just stay home and eat ice cream. Well, we'd all stay in bed. But then that's not honoring right. us either. Or right. Our potential. I mean, the thing is, we think we have to feel everything in order to do it. Yeah. And in the morning, I am a morning. I am not a morning person. I'm married to a morning person. It's really oh, irritating. I can't stand those oh, people. It's so great. I'm not a morning person. Yes. Either. And. Yeah, every morning he just jumps out of bed and Ugh. he goes and works out. And Does he I, open the blinds? No, he's very thoughtful. Has he ever tucked you in bed while you were in it, while he was making the bed? <laughs> no, I made My the wife bed. has made me in the bed. <laughs> it is the rudest thing. Yeah, uh, see, women are the ones who make beds. Yeah, I, that's why I don't make a bed yeah. because I'm in it. Right, right. And they're hard to make and while you're And since I'm the it. last out, I don't know if okay. it's just because I'm purely female or that yeah. I'm the last out of the bed. But if given my feelings, I would stay in bed every morning. Late. Oh yeah. And I would get my flannel pajamas. Mm-hmm. Like a like royalty. Right, exactly. <laughs> like and queen. I would ring a little like bell. Like the queen you are. Hello, hello, children. You were here to serve me. I gave birth to <laughs> Wouldn't you. Wouldn't that be great? Right. So what we feel like doing. So the analogy I use is, you know, to women, have you ever changed a poopy diaper and felt like doing it? I don't oh, know anyone no. who's ever been like, Yes, get me a poopy diaper. Well, it's interesting. The first diapers are exciting. 
Oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Because it's oh. oh, it's cute and it's my baby. Oh, yeah, but they still stink. It doesn't, they sti- yeah, it the, doesn't the ones last, that don't stink it? are fine, mm-hmm. right? But we do it because it's the You're right charged, thing, right. and because this is our responsibility, and no one's going to come and do it no. for us. Yeah, unless you have a nanny. No, but I, most of us have to change our own kids' poopy diapers. Yeah, unless you pretend like you can't smell it. <laughs> then my wife's like, "You don't smell that." Yeah, that would be because you're the man. It's really, but it's yeah. well, your point's incredible because we we don't feel everything. Mm-mm. So to think that you only do what you feel like doing—it's a real—it's that's it's, a trap, isn't it's it? It's emotional entitlement, mm-hmm. and we undermine our self-esteem, our self-worth, our character, our value to others yeah. by thinking that things should just be handed to us. Well, that's huge. When I teach uh, in relationship stuff, all of these people, when we're first in love, we feel like we're in love, so we act like we're in love. Exactly. But eventually, you have to earn it, and you no longer feel all this incredible excitement. Right. So you then have to act in order to feel. It's, it's the, it's the. What is that? The paradox. Yeah, we have to. Action leads emotion, and yeah. emotion can lead to action. Yeah. And you'll feel good about doing what is right. And so, if you're purposely setting up your day with, I'm going to honor me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. Okay. I'm gonna. The live. day is here. I'm gonna do it. And you got to talk yourself up into the day yeah. instead of walking around our day like, oh, no, it came. Oh, my crud. The sun came up again. <laughs> here we go oh, again. It's only been doing this for yeah. so many years. We, we act like we're victims of uh-huh. our own life and looking to everyone else to fix us when the only person we have any control over at all is us. Yeah. And we can't control other people and we can't control the events of our life, but we can control how we respond to it. Well, exactly. And that that movement like you're saying feeling creates or action creates the feeling so if i start to act on my honor my mm-hmm. purpose my mission my divine spark then i will probably start to feel more honorable right which is i'm assuming that's self esteem right so just start by planning out a day yeah. if that's where you are if your Let's day just start is with the afternoon. just going with what you're feeling right yeah. so start making schedules like okay i'm going to go to the library this day or i'm going to and then making agreements and holding those agreements. Yeah. Don't you think it's funny because it seems like it's it's a strange loop because the 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 less self esteem we have, or the and the less honor we believe in ourselves and have of, in ourselves, the the more likely we are to overcommit, and then we under deliver, and then that starts stealing and sapping esteem. So we even believe less in ourselves. But that, again, that's about honor. Yeah. But so the way we reverse it is. is Undercommit and overdeliver. Well, no, just make a commitment plan. and do something. Just plan. Right. I like today. I knew I needed to be here. The snow, so I moved my other appointment up so that I could be here. I look at my day. See, I didn't what do can that. I do? Well, I'm coming from the big city, right? Oh, that's right. You so, had a long drive. And with the snow, so you have to plan it out. And then if I fail to plan properly, I have to forgive myself. Yeah. Well, or I did you, the best I could because instead we dwell on it and we just that becomes our self talk. Like, see, I you're no good. Can't and you go were back. Late and you were stressed. Yeah, can't go back. You can't. Can't go back. See, Lita, where have you been all my life? <laughs> well, I'm married, man. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we're talking with Lita Green uh, about self esteem, positive thinking, the inside out approach, really to to change. I love the word honor. I think it's such the key, isn't it? Yeah. We're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, we're going to get more into some of her solutions, some other ways. She's talked a little bit about the vanity prayers. She's going to help us learn to accept ourselves a little bit more. If you have a question for Lita Green, we'd love to hear it. Give us a call. 1-855-CHAT-BYU. 1-855-CHAT-BYU. And uh, we'll get you on the air. 
And then you can uh, ask any question you'd like. You're listening to The Matt Townsend Show on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. KBYU FM HD2 Provo. Are there some global issues you wish you could know more about or could get an inside perspective on? Notes from the Kennedy Center presents lectures and seminars from international diplomats and scholars discussing issues and events from all over the world. Become a more informed global citizen and tune into Notes from the Kennedy Center weekdays at 2 p.m. Eastern here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. This is Sam McCall for Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Arizona police have now confirmed that five people were injured today by a shooter in a business complex. So far, the suspect has not been captured, but the incident was brought up in a congressional plea by Gabrielle Giffords, who was urging lawmakers to act on gun control today. Walmart has announced they will be putting a limit on ammunition sales as demand continues to soar nationally. Customers will now only be allowed to purchase three boxes per day due to short supply. Violent weather patterns spawned tornadoes across the south early this morning and as far north as Pittsburgh. 13,000 people in Memphis have lost power and at least two people have died so far due to the unseasonable weather. Former Penn State University football coach and convicted child sex abuser Jerry Sandusky's appeal to be retried has been denied by a judge. Sandusky's lawyers argued that they did not have significant time to prepare for the trial. In world news, Syria's already tragic civil war could quickly become more complex after Israeli warplanes bombed a research facility today. The attack was supposedly intended to take out a truck convoy carrying dangerous weapons to Islamist militants. With violent protests continuing to rage in Egypt, President Mohamed Morsi has cut short a visit to Europe, as well as curfew measures melt to help reduce the violence following yesterday's warnings from military leaders that the violence could lead to grave consequences. In finances, a surprise shrink in the fourth quarter GDP caused fairly minimal market damage today, thanks to continued growth in both the consumer spending and business investment sectors. Also, there was a bit of an awkward moment between singer Alicia Keys and BlackBerry. After the company named her as their new global creative director, Keys sent several tweets from a competing Apple iPhone. That's the news to now on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. I'm Sam McCall. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. We're talking self-esteem, self-worth. How do you uh, how do you not lose yourself in this crazy thing we call life, where everybody's telling you something from the outside, and how do you turn that around, not get caught up with it? We're talking to Lita Green, who, by the way, just finished a book Monday, and it's going to be coming out when, Lita? I'm thinking about end of May. Would love to make time. the Mother's Day hit, but mm-hmm. we'll see. Well, you know, books are hard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you want to give the name of the book? Yes. The book is called How to Embrace Your Inner Hotness. Ooh. 
You know, I've been trying that for years. <laughs> well, just Sky just rolls his eyes. I think Working your time those... has come and gone. Matt. <laughs> You're so rude. No, he's coming to a different place. Yes. yes. Yeah, okay. That's I just, a I'm nice like, way to put it. I'm like a caterpillar. Which, you know, <laughs> we get, I mean, all joking aside, we comparing ourselves to ourselves and our yeah. old self. Oh, we're wrong. Is a whole other place. Seriously. Where we can either feel bad mm-hmm. or we can feel good. Because yeah. we can say, well, at least I'm not as bad as that person. Right. But it's not about how good no. or bad we are compared to anyone else or even our old self. Yeah. It's my, how good we are compared to where we are now. Right. See, and that's what's funny because my old self used to be able to do a push-up. <laughs> and my new self can't so much. But it doesn't matter because my new self is smart enough to know that I don't need to do a push-up. Well, look at the replacement value. So I have. That's a great way to look at it. The, the, well, are you saying like like if I had to replace myself? Would you want to be the person that you were then? Now, no way. Exactly. So the replacement value is very easy to look at because yeah. I'm smarter, I'm wiser, my body's not the same, Mm-mm. but that's brought me some added maturity and well, knowledge and some humor. Exactly. I mean, a great sense of humor. So I don't like my chin. Why? Because it's kind of like my dad's. And when I take pictures. Oh, well, don't put your face like that. Right. See, it's not so hot. You don't move your chin down. But, you know, there's all these pictures where I was uncomfortable with me and I pull my chin in (laughs) and it's my father's chin. Mm -hmm. And so when I would look at the mirror and I would say, oh, look, I have my father's chin. What does your father do without a chin? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. That's a funny joke, though. My father, not only did I get his chin, that's the replacement value of how we feel better about yeah. something. I also got his kind heart and his oh, work ethic. Oh, that's neat, yeah. So if you have a flabby tummy from having babies, well, would you give up having those babies to have a tummy that was better? What if, what if you have a flabby tummy, but your wife had the babies? <laughs> well, that's because sympathy eating. That's true. And we have somewhere to keep our intestines, that's right? Got to so, put them somewhere. I got to do it. Um, I, I think you, and let's address this, because you've had quite a life. Okay. And is that, do you think, do you think that's the core of where you, because you're kind of um, special that way, right? Well. I mean, you're special in being able to cut through all the junk and get to what really matters. I think that each of us have a special purpose. And the purpose that I envisioned for myself was not the life I got. Hello, who doesn't else feel that way? Right. But with it, I had some amazing experiences and, um, I'm now really thankful that grandma didn't think I was awesome yeah. because it gave me this whole way to look at and figure out who I was to generate habits that took me into the challenges that we all are going to have in our life. And so if you're in a place in your life where you're not having challenges, start on the habits of your vanity prayers and honoring yourself and mm-hmm. honoring others from the best of your I guess own that character. accepting your life. Yeah, because you're not. We don't live in a fairy castle. Right. And we're not going to get what we want. I say if you want to have everything perfect, well, that's called heaven. Yeah. And so you're going to have to wait for then. (laughs) Yes. There's there's some hard things in between there and there. I think that's so true. um, You know, I wanted to have four or five kids. I just think kids are great, my own. And um, I had several miscarriages. And I had to really wrestle with if I can't have what I want— Am I still valuable? Mm. In the Bible, the only thing that makes women curse God is the inability to have children. Yeah. It's very tied to we as women. Yeah, your identity. Our identity. And when I couldn't do that, I had to really challenge, am I 
a failure somehow. Yeah, I must not be quite good. And enough. I think if it's you wanted to be a sports person and you mm-hmm. end up not making the basketball team, you have to reevaluate. And my self-esteem of how I saw myself had to go internal and not into my titles yeah. and to my accomplishments because my titles and my accomplishments and what I drive and what I look like are not who I am. We don't we don't get that, do we? We associate it so firmly with what we do, especially men, I think. Oh, yeah, men do it and, more. And yeah. maybe even with women, it's a lot about with who they're around, the relationships, the number of ch- – I mean, children. It's, I think it's different for yeah. women. I, you know, I call myself more of a traditional woman, mm-hmm. so it means more to me than it may be to the woman who wanted to be the CEO. Yeah. Um, but, you know. Do you, think, do you think that there's – this seems like there's something inherently valuable about conflict – in life to actually, if you turn it the right way, to create and understand honor and to create and understand esteem. Yes, yes. Because, again, you cannot control the uh-huh. events and you cannot control others. Yeah. And so I had several miscarriages. Um, my son was born. He was my sixth pregnancy. Um, a couple more miscarriages and my daughter, Elsa. I've just been putting my husband through law school. Wow. I'm like, you know, white picket fence. If there's yeah. ever a perfect time. Right. I have at least two kids. I could steal or adopt some more. Mm-hmm. We were still open to that. I'll give you a couple. <laughs> yeah. I, want them, I want them from the fresh start, not when they've been oh, screwed you up. Don't, okay, well, yeah, because yeah, we really <laughs> racked these two. That's, that, so that took you on a journey. Yeah, and that process really, I'm grateful for that now because it really made me weed out mm-hmm. my own relationship with myself, what my expectation of my society was, and my relationship with God, because I felt like he was denying me something yeah. that was good and right. Right. What's wrong with me? Yeah. And I had to work that out. And I think that for every person, they have to work that out in their own way. Mm-hmm. And I can't give people the answers because it depends on how you're willing to communicate yeah. with yourself, with others, and with God, which well, goes it, back to the honor principle. Have you noticed you can give them an answer and they don't want to hear it? Oh, you, so or or you cannot give them the answer and they hear more into. It. I mean, it's that's what's powerful is it's kind of like when the student's ready, the teacher will appear, right? And and the meaning will be there. Yes, and you can tell them fifteen times until they finally look at you and they're like, Bing. you cannot validate people enough if they don't want to hear you. Love that they can't. You can't can't do it. It's impossible. Which is why your esteem can't come from the outside in. I You're can't. the one that has to go in and unlock those those doors and let it in. Right. And putting that responsibility into other people yeah. is choosing not to be a big kid. That's huge. So if somebody's out there and they're driving home and they're thinking, oh, my wife, I just can't get her to buy how great I think she is. She just won't buy it. Mm-hmm. What would you what advice do you give to the person that's trying to build or influence someone's esteem? Um, the German philosopher Gioth, mm-hmm. he said, treat a man as he is and he'll remain so. Treat a man as he can become and he will strive to become it. Yeah. Get that vision. And the the parent and spouse relationship is different than if I go up to my girlfriend and say, you're beautiful, right? right? Mm-hmm. But we have the ability to impact those that we've given so much to if yeah. we're living daily with them. Yeah. So treat her as she is beautiful. And when she says she's not, treat her like the cr- princess. Treat her like the queen. Don't comment on what's not right. And when yeah. she comments on it, say, I don't see that yeah. and believe it. But again, it's her responsibility. Right. It's it's um, you can't fix other people. You can help them. So you can true. encourage them. You can light the pathway. You can salt the hay, but you yeah. can't make the horse drink. Wow. Right. You've got like 20 metaphors right in a row. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I had this very thing. I had a client come in and he just couldn't get his wife to buy 
buy into just that she's great. Mm-hmm. And she'd be sleeping in her room. She wouldn't come down for meals. She wouldn't do anything. And for like literally 10 years, she's checked out. And we talked a lot about it. And for 10 years, he's tried to be supportive and tried to say it. And she wouldn't believe it and say, you're great and honor her. And, and she wouldn't change and, and or even just be influenced, be open to it. Well, finally, we just talked about, well, maybe it's time that we just um, – by the way, he'd gotten mad. He had tried everything. Right. I would he'd imagine over fear, 10 years. fear, intimidation, yeah. everything. I'm going to leave you. Well, but basically what he did is he just sat her down and says, you can't hear it. I get it. I love you. I think you're incredible. And I can't sit here any longer and watch you. By the way, he got this. He was doing this out of honor. Mm-hmm. He got this out of knowing who she was. And he just says, based on our covenants and our marriage commitments, I can't do this any longer. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what that means. I just need to let you know I'm wearing out. I'm, I'm hitting a breaking point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he told the kids that, you know, maybe some things are going to have to – maybe we're, we're going to have to maybe Right. Change. Well, it gets into enabling. Yeah. And then guess what happened? What? She blew a gasket. By the way, which is something he never let her do. Because she was too tender. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, he thought. Right. And um, so he had never let it – he had never let the system break down. <laughs> he always kind of kept the system alive. You know what I mean? It's like trying to keep a – The dance of dysfunction. Uh-huh. Or, yeah, like a dead carcass alive that's been <laughs> dead for four years. You know, it's dead. Let it go. You can keep trying to dress it up and put pretty things on it, but it's dead. Or paint it so seafoam. Yeah, put some seafoam on okay. it. That'll make it better. <laughs> But uh, lo, lo and behold, she had a breakdown, like major, couldn't stop the breakdown. And so he took her to the hospital. They admitted her. She was diagnosed with borderline personality disorder. And now they're back with her under advisement, medication, therapy, all this stuff. But finally, after literally 20 years, we at least know what it's called. And he – it's interesting. So sometimes the honoring somebody isn't always just nice. Oh, no. Yeah. Sometimes you have to be hard enough and love them enough to just be willing to lose them. Create to, a boundary. Yeah. In fact, yeah. that's the rule now is there's not a lot you can do with sometimes with borderline except create mm-hmm. a lot of boundaries. So I guess as they're listening out there, it's not just about being positive, nice, no. cute. No, no. It's the honoring is did you do the best you can. Yeah. And um, so I was telling you about the miscarriages. Yeah. And so here I am. I've, I'm on the brink of everything I've wanted. I, you know, I have a house. I've got the husband done with school, yeah. um, looking to get more kids. I have two healthy children. And my husband gets hit by a bus. Oh, my. And so, like, not the proverbial bus. No, like the, the actual, bus. actual bus. He got hit by a real bus. Yeah, my husband's an avid cyclist. Oh, and no. Wow. He got hit by a bus. Was he, he was in law school. No, he'd finished. Oh, he'd done. Okay. Yeah, we, he'd finished school, and he gets hit by a bus, and there's a phone call to get. Yeah. And I really like my husband. Yeah. I mean, I'm committed I mean, here. Yeah. Which is rare. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Um, and my husband's been hit by a bus, and I'm worried about brain injury. And I, uh. as I was driving to the hospital, I was going over in my mind, I made a promise about what my marriage is. And I saw that he could be brain damaged and me walking myself through, I am still, as long as he's not hurting the kids or anything like that, I saw me dealing with that and being like, I believe in my marriage. That's powerful. I believe in us. And by envisioned, I used my vanity prayer to help me, okay, 
and I saw me being awesome at dealing with That's this challenge. Right. Yeah. And he ended up having some very impressive scars, um, oh. but his brain is okay. And um, I joke that I'm only slightly emotionally damaged yeah. from it. But, Thanks, uh, honey. No, but that's life, isn't it? That's yeah. And, and you, you never know what tomorrow brings. We all are going to get hit by our buses. Mm-hmm. And then 11 months later, my very healthy husband had a massive heart attack and died in my arms. No way. Comes back to life. I love doing that suspense to people. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> so he comes back to life and... It was a very sacred experience to be able to see him not be him. Mm -hmm. And that gave me a real knowledge that we, who we are, is not this body that we move around, that we put all this effort into. Mm -hmm. Because this person I know so intimately well, every facial feature was gone. Yeah. And then seeing that come back. Yeah. You know, people, when we go to, you know, funerals, they don't look like them. It's not Mm-mm. just the bad makeup job, but I do hate the bad makeup job. Um, <laughs> it's worse when someone's like, oh, he looks great. You're like, no, For he doesn't. He, he looks better when he was alive. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, they don't look good, yeah. you know? And I want to go get my kit and fix them. It drives me nuts. But um, <laughs> What's she doing to that body? Oh, she's just touching him up a bit. Well, you, one time oh, I had someone classic. call me and she was very emotional and she said, she would love for you to do her makeup. And I was like, wow, I, I guess they're kind of stressed over there. And they gave me the address of where I was supposed to go. And oh, no. it was a mortuary. <laughs> I didn't charge, but I probably shouldn't get that out. Yeah. But I don't charge for that. But... Hey, next time I'll do it. <laughs> but true. I would charge. <laughs> they wouldn't look so good, I'm though. like, you got you to give me a heads yeah. up what's coming here. It's interesting that death does that, though, doesn't it? It, it got you to see. I mean, that's such a powerful. That's why probably at funerals we're all so real. Because we've all just kind of recognized that. This isn't him. It's going to happen yeah. to each of us. Yeah. And I think, I think yes, there's different reactions to death. Some people respond to it well, mm-hmm. and some people it brings out they're crazy. Oh, yeah. And they're trying to figure out what they meant to that person or all kinds of different things. That, But that's something, too, I guess, with the vanity prayer. I mean, you can the, the neat thing about being human, and I even believe, and spiritual and human, so you're, you know, the soul, you're both, right. is that you can actually— Think ahead, project ahead, anticipate mm-hmm. ahead. Correct. And even like scope the whole thing out. You could write the entire script, be the actor, and then go deliver it. Absolutely. Because we see, oh, this, oh, it's going to be bad. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, change the language. Yeah. Because the language is reinforcing the subconscious right. mind. It's going to be what I need. Right. So, no, no, I'm going to be awesome. Yeah. I'm going to be amazing. That's powerful. And the conversations that I had to have with myself to go home and tell my kids that dad's batteries were broken <laughs> and to let them figure out what that meant. Yeah. And um, that is, you've lived. So, well, I'm not done. You're not even done. So um, he actually sustained moderate severe heart damage from the heart attack, <sighs> which once you have dead brain, eye or heart tissue, it never comes back. Not coming back. Two different hospitals worked on him and it was miraculously healed. It's a miracle you can prove. So I always tell my children, when you were two and four, your dad was hit by a bus, but he's still here. Yes, and when yes. you were three and six, I mean, sorry, got the ages mixed up, four and six, your dad died and came back to life. Do you have any question of how valuable you are? Miracles happen all the time, but it's how we see them, mm-hmm. if we're willing to see them. The sun coming up is a miracle. Yeah. You know, but not the, for a morning person. <laughs> not for right? a morning person. That's yeah. right. I'm like, I gotta talk Can I get myself another miracle into it. later? But so many amazing things happen in our lives, but we think, oh, this event is bad. And I had a friend come over and say, 
are you kind of wondering what you've done wrong? I mean, <laughs> look at all these things. What kind of friend is that? Yeah, not not a yeah. It, but it was so interesting because from her perception. I must have been doing something wrong to have bad yeah. things happen to me. Well, and what a hard life to think that, that you can cause or create. Yeah, and, and that's why yourself. people yeah. get hit by buses is because you're obviously bad, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean clearly. Yeah, God doesn't let good. People and then die. when a bad event happens, it goes and rocks your whole self esteem. If if your life events and things outside of you are what makes you feel good about you, so when you get hit by the bus. I saw it as an opportunity for growth. I saw it as gratitude. Mm-hmm. It's huge. Instead of, oh, what have I done wrong? Yeah, that's right. that's not empowered thinking. That's not honoring me. Mm-hmm. I I wasn't driving the bus. Yeah, you weren't even on. The I hadn't bus. fed my yeah. husband lard every right. day. I he, there was no reason for him to have had the heart attack. But ninety seven percent of people who have that kind of heart attack don't come back. And he and he makes it. And he makes it well. And you you know. You honored it. That, and at the end of those days, my vanity prayers of saying, have I honored me? Okay. Now, every event that I had planned to do that day, I had some clients that day. I totally bailed on them. I did not. Yeah. But in relation to yeah. dealing with my let's, husband's bedside. Yeah. Right. Let's So again, it. the day is not perfect. But to be able to say, I honored. Yeah. Myself today. And I honored those who depend upon me because I focused on what was really really important. It's huge. And I honored my God. That was a good day from a self-esteem, from building who I am and my character. Yeah. Because they say that challenges don't make you, they reveal you to you. And And your chance to honor. Yeah. Powerful stuff. Lita Green. Good job. You're amazing. Well, thank you very much. Uh, If they want to get a hold of you, Lita, where do they go? Where can they find you? Well, you can find me on Facebook. (laughs) Facebook works great. Lita Green. Lita Green, and my website is yourglamourconnection.com. Lita, L-E-T-A. Correct. Lita Green. There's not a whole lot of us. Good work. (laughs) Teaching us about honor, the real source of self-esteem. Thanks, Lita. Thank you. Appreciate you being here. We're going to take a break. Come back after the break. Wrap up the Matt Townsend Show Join us in a few minutes right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. When the power goes out, this innovation could save your life. This is Innovation Now, bringing you stories of revolutionary ideas, emerging technologies, and the people behind the concepts that shape the future. You walk under one just about every day without ever thinking about it. They're the emergency exit signs above doorways. The people that do think about them are building owners and managers who want to keep tenants safe but aren't too happy about the annual electric bill for all those signs. And what happens if the power cuts out? NASA helped test materials for making these signs and picked Lunaplast glowing plastic for the emergency signs on the space station. The same material is also used in the Pentagon, in signs and floor stripes you can follow if smoke forces you to crawl. Lunaplast shines much brighter than conventional versions and for much longer, up to 30 hours of readable glow without electricity. Conventional sources die out in only about three hours. That comes from incorporating a new element to the plastic, strontium aluminate, a non-radioactive material that absorbs daylight like a sponge, then re-emits photonic energy at a high rate. 
Building managers predict using this material could save thousands of dollars a year in electrical bills for conventional signage. For Innovation Now, this is Buddy Rubino. Innovation Now is produced by the National Institute of Aerospace through collaboration with NASA and is distributed by WHRV. Visit us online at innovationnow.us. Welcome back, my friends. We're wrapping up the show on self-esteem. Uh, appreciate Lita Green joining us and teaching us the importance of honor. Uh, Skyboy, you feel like you got it now? I do. You feel better? I feel a lot better. Thank you. I think Thanks, uh, I, I think we need to give you the nickname. What's the nickname? Uh, well, I called you um, Stud Muffin. Yes. You didn't like that. That's okay. It just it implies that I'm under 14, and I'm actually not, so... Hmm. Yeah, let's use that. <laughs> Are you sure? You kind of look a little young there. Here comes, here comes Madison. I'm like, you guys are so young looking. Apparently, or is it just that I look really old? No, apparently everyone thinks that. Like, ever since I'm 12, people have tacked on like five or six years onto my age. Really? They're like, oh, are you like 16? No, I'm mm-hmm. not. But thanks. No. Yeah, I was always really young um, until I got really old. Mm. That would do it to you. It's a profound thought, and if you think it through, it's really <laughs> profound. No, everyone always thought I was younger than I was mm-hmm. because I looked like Skyboy. Now they think you're older than you are. No, right? no, they didn't. Oh. But apparently, you do, <laughs> which I feel is rude. So, <laughs> so Madison, as we wrap this up, <laughs> apparently, uh, self-esteem is deeply impacted by uh, advertising. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, even with what our guest was talking about earlier, you know, the messages that the media sends to us. Yeah. And I mean, it's just even things from, I mean, with all the diet commercials on TV. Oh, I hate those. You know, it's just like you at first you may think like, oh, like I feel fine about myself. But then with so much you think, well, would I need to lose weight? You know, like, should I? Yeah. And then like some of the pictures like of before pictures. I mean, some like even it's like they look fine. Like, yeah, they could lose a little bit. But then you're like, well, I could be that if I gained like a few more pounds. Well, imagine that I've had a billboard up. Oh, yeah. I really have. And they work like Mm -hmm. amazingly well. So mine was about, you know, if if your marriage is struggling, try coaching or whatever. Yeah. but people and we phones would ring. So I'm sitting here thinking, if that works, then I assume like a plastic surgery one would work. Oh yeah. And I so if you're going by all these images all of the time with people in their abs and the diet drinks or whatever, and, and all of a sudden it's it's got to be just slowly dripping in your head that you're not good enough. Mm-hmm. Sad. That really is the message, and. Um... It is kind of interesting just to see the different things that are sent out there. Like, um, I was able to find an ad where it's actually kind of cute. Do you know what a Sharpay dog is? Oh, yeah. The ones that are really wrinkly. Yeah, the funny face. Yeah, and so it just said, you know, wrinkles and stretch marks bite, you know, with the (laughs) dog, you know. And it's just like, oh, that's clever. But it's like, but then you think, yeah, well, do I have any stretch marks? Like, what wrinkles do I have? Yeah. Like, I have had a roommate who was convinced that she had some wrinkles on her forehead and i'm like you're like 20 does not need to be concerned at all isn't that but that but look at that a 20 year old's thinking about that thinking that something's wrong with me 
Exactly. I'm not cutting it. Mm-hmm. I just got a call uh, by a friend who is my mentor, and we're going to have on the show soon, I think, um, who's, I don't know, 30 years older than me. Mm-hmm. And he's got wrinkles. Yeah. And honestly, the most incredible human ever. Yeah. So I sit there and I think, man, okay, well, wrinkles bring depth. Wrinkles bring a lot of stuff um, that maybe we don't always notice. One of the things about self-esteem that I wanted to bring up, uh, and we we kind of got into it a little bit with Lita, is one of the best ways I've ever found to grow self-esteem is to find out what I'm good at um, and be – and, and then use use the honor principle like Lita was talking about to to live what I know I'm supposed to be doing. So instead of me getting distracted by my abs or my lack thereof, and I don't know why you're laughing, Sky Boy. Or oh, I thought because I wasn't meaning to be funny there. I, I was I was laughing at something completely oh, okay. unrelated. Okay, yeah, right. yeah, I thought I said it, and then you laughed right when he, I said. Well, it. remember, you know, he's flexing like even now that's when right. he's like stretching. Oh, that's right. He always is. Man, I'm never here Whoa, looking look bored, you know. <laughs> yep. Um, so. But here's here's what happened to me, and it changed my life. And I can't remember if I've told it here because I feel like I've told it everywhere. And I, we got to hurry. But I've, I was sitting there. I do a lot of speeches. I did a speech um, for a group, and I got an e- I got an email from somebody on my Facebook page, and this is all they said. They said, Matt um, wanted to thank you for doing what you know. Uh, for for doing what you do, for going and speaking. It was a free speech for a group mm-hmm. of a church group. And as I was sitting, um, she says, I just want you to know that that night, you, my mom went to a speech of yours about three months ago. And she laughed her head off. She's never laughed so hard. Um, came home and was a completely different woman. And I just want to thank you for that. Then she said. And the next morning, my mom passed away. Mm-hmm. And I just want to thank you for living and and doing what you're supposed to be doing because you made my mom happy. And when my mom died, she died a happy woman because of you. Now, here's the irony. I was starting to wonder, is this helping anybody? I mean, am I doing any good here? Because I just do all these speeches and a lot of times you don't hear back. So what it did is that changed me. So me living my honor and honoring people by doing what I do best – Changed this woman, made her happy, passed away, had nothing to do with me. Let's just make that clear. (laughs) But then the daughter feels prompted to call me, email me, and now – and she influences me to keep my light going. So my light influences others' lights. Others' light influences my light. And this is how we grow the self-esteem of the world. So the challenge to all of you out there is let your light shine. Your self-esteem is not going to come from implants. It's going to come from your light deep inside. Dig down deep. Get the light and uh, let it shine, my friend. I'd start singing the song, Let It Shine, but I'm not going to. You're listening to The Matt Townsend Show. Please join us uh, every Monday through Friday right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio.